everything is less than an hour, but hey, you know, keep it nice and short and sweet. I don't know why I may punish you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm your boy, Stephen Smith. Yes, we are back for just this episode. Um... Then we'll be back in about two weeks or so. But this is a special episode today. We are joined by um, Tracy Watley, who is school counselor. Tracy, welcome to the show. Hi. Oh, Tracy is black. <laughs> and then we have then Davin Francis, who is a counselor at the counseling center. Yes. And Davin, thank you so much for being here. Thanks Davin is incredibly intelligent. Also, Tracy, wonderful, two wonderful people. And today we're going to be talking about mental health. We're going to deep dive into some elements about it we're gonna talk about you know, the difference between venting and confront confronting which i didn't know about this is crazy i love it love it love it love it love it and we're also going to be talking about the upcoming um mental health day which is on saturday on um, the 10th right yes saturday the 10th and they have a whole week of activities they usually have a whole week of activities but this time they're going to just be doing education so guys sign on we're going to have some educating an educating episode, an educated episode about mental health. All right? So, Tracy and Davin, thank you guys so much for being here once again. Um, and the first thing I'm going to ask you guys, well, let me share something with you guys. I, I had a situation, not a situation, but uh, uh, an event happening in my life where um, a very good friend of mine um, had passed away. Um, he committed suicide. And the, the fallback after that was that, you know, people were very, uh, how could I put this? unempathetic about the entire thing, right? They were like, oh, he will fall and what he would do that for and so on. And this is the kind of like um, response you usually get like from, from like, you know, petitions and maybe even the Caribbean on a whole. I mean, what have you guys seen? I mean, is this, is this something that is getting better? Is this something that is still the same? Is this something that, that's changing? Is it that we're working to change it? I mean, what do you guys think about the way we respond to people with mental health issues? Tracy, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I guess for us within the Caribbean space or within St. Kitts, mental health isn't a well-defined concept. Mm -hmm. When we think about mental health, we think about the crazy man on the road yeah. or some quote-unquote according to the Christian aspect of it, the religious aspect of it, a demon-possessed person. person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... We haven't defined, we haven't have a well-defined concept of mental health within our society. And I think that would have caused, or uh, not, not so much caused, but has really... Um, channel it's basically created that sort of culture yes that culture where we do not accept or to some extent don't even believe in something called mental health. Mm -hmm. Especially like mental illness. Yes. Because I think like what the problem is is, is to diagnose mental illness. Like yes. people, people would always attribute it as something that's willful or this person is willfully doing it. Yes. Um, but like how do we define, like how do you guys define 
mental health? Like, what is mental health? What, what is mental health? Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's a very... It's a very broad term, but I guess for me, it's, it's, a, it's a balance between uh, the physical, the psychological, and the emotional um, mm-hmm. well-being. Um, as, as Tracy said earlier, um, most of the perception of, of mental health has to, for, for most people, it, it, it has to do with either you're crazy uh, mm-hmm. or you're demon-possessed, but... Um, even even a person walking around um, that looks like you no, and I, ha, who, who, who seem as though they have no issues at all, um, mental health en- encompasses that. So, for example, um, I would see clients who, who come to me and they're just dealing with mainly life issues. Mm-hmm. And some of these issues, um, for them, it's a fine line between um, being okay and going off the brink. So you, it's just made mm-hmm. it life. Sometimes it's financial issues, mm-hmm. but um, your mental health and wellness is, is in disrepute. So as I said, it, you know, it's, it's a broad... It's a broad thing. Yeah, it's a broad... Um, for me, it's a broad thing. Let's roll back. Like, where did, where did you guys get... Because both of you are counsellors, right? Yes. Um, like, where did you get into, into counselling? Like, why, why counselling? Because, like, I mean, I'm a photographer, a video guy. That's a, a long story. But where did you guys get into, into being counselors? How I got into it? Um, I started out as a teacher. Okay. And I remember having this student who was an A student. And his parent would have, one, I think his dad, would have died when he was in grade five. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched this student become, um, went from an A student to an actually no student at all. Oh, what? As in, like, dropped out of this? Yes. Like, dropping <laughs> out of school. And for me as a teacher at that point in time, I wasn't equipped with the necessary skills that this child would have needed, needed in terms of, of supporting him. Mm. So I, I was determined from there to become trained in some aspect mm-hmm. just to help and I left to study psychology from that aspect and then I moved on into the counseling into being a counselor just because of that one um, student wow tell me what about you like when yeah. well for me it's it's, it's very it's, it's personal mm-hmm. um, for me as I said I, I grew up in in St. Paul's um, some people may dispute well, my siblings they may dispute it, but you know, I like to say we we grew up basically with with nothing. Um, mm-hmm. For me, um, for me, my my father wasn't around. He came around um, in later years, and for me, that it affected me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So that is why earlier I, I spoke about you know just normal life issues that affect persons. Mm-hmm. It affected me a lot, and so. Um, growing up, I always wanted to get involved in a, a field where I would be able to help people in that regard. Also, growing up as a, as a boy in school, um, persons would make fun of, of yeah. persons suffering from uh, mental illnesses, and that is something that I, I never really um, favored. So it, is, it was a field that I wanted to get, get myself involved in. So... I, I went to the University of the Virgin Islands and got my, my bachelor's degree. And then I recognized that more still had to be done after of that. Of course, so, yeah. It's not know. just to get a degree or mm-hmm. how you use it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of specializing also, so uh, I, I 
further that by um, going off to, to England to do to do my master's degree. So, so you you have a master's in psychology? Yes, I have a, a master's in psychology. A concentration in um, health and, and clinical psychology. You know, you mentioned something there that's really interesting, right? Because when I was going to school I was I was bullied. I was shot ter because I'm still shot. But anyway, I was shot. I was a shot kid. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was this one guy in my class who used to, to, to bully me consistently. And I always wondered, like, is this, is, is bullying, like, because I mean, right now, in our consciousness, there's a big thing. Like, should we, you know, stop physical bullying or should we allow children to surpass this naturally i mean what are you guys thoughts on that like do, do we should we allow a certain amount of bullying is that healthy is it unhealthy i mean where, where do we where do you guys stand when it comes to that well for me there's no aspect of bullying that we could consider being healthy mm. because when we have to look at the psychology of the bullying you know that there is for every bully there's a some because that person is it's a victim bullied and that person is a victim mm -hmm. and the cycle continues so i take a very hard stance, hard stance when it comes wow. to so you just it's no bullying whatsoever i have zero tolerance mm -hmm. for bullying to the extent where you know i will try my best as possible to get to the root of the issue when it comes to to bullying mm -hmm. Yeah. And within the school environment, you know, this is something that is it's prevalent. Like prevalent, and when you get at it, you know, it's because at home too, mm -hmm. these persons are being bullied because parents can be. Yeah, yeah, also. terrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It starts so there sometimes. It it goes to that mm -hmm. extent. So yeah, I, I, and if I may add to it, I, as Tracy said, I I don't think it should be tolerated at all. As a matter of fact, I think that. The aspect of bullying has contributed to the, the culture that yes. we have today where um, bullying was it was it was present back in our time when we were going to school but it wasn't it wasn't properly defined, it wasn't well defined. Of course not, no. Right, but it, it was there and for the most part people had to take it and, and shut up and as a result of that, um, as I said, that has contributed to a culture where we we find it taboo to talk about these issues. Um, and I think that it's, it's one that should be taken very seriously and brought to the forefront. And I think a lot of the times what we say to you is just, you know, toughen up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I got that a lot. Like, you know, why, why is that? But just toughen up. Yeah. What are you crying for? You know what I mean? Even, yeah. as a, even as a guy, like gender role specific sometimes, like as a guy, if your feelings are hurt, you, you're not supposed to cry. It's crying. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, again, I don't believe in that. I think that is nonsense. And I think that it, it, it completely deprives one of the ability to express, you know, and you get repressed issues because of that for a long time. Yeah. But like in when I was growing up, it was well he, he touched you here and do you nothing, but the words the words hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the words were more I mean, if he had pushed me down, I mean I might have get a cut on my foot and move on. But like the the thought that you are less of a person, I think lingers with you longer and you you yeah. kind of you can't be ex as expressive as you as you normally could. Especially now, too, that bullying has morphed into such um, a wide aspect because now there's bullying on social media. Media, yeah, man, yeah. it follows persons you home. Have, persons have, when you could leave it in school, 
years ago, you can't leave it there now. It's like it follows you. Because persons have instant access to you. Yeah. To you now. So it becomes even harder now to deal with the bullying mm -hmm. in this time, this time around. And to throttle it. Because, I mean, it's not even that they just have like close contact with you. They have your identity that they could they, yeah. they could deal with your like I mean it's like you have a social media um, presence on your profile online mm -hmm. and they tag you in these ridiculous things so these children are not just facing as you say it's not throttled in the school like you could tell them hey stop doing that mm -hmm. but how do you say hey stop doing that online when they have all the friends jumping and dogpiling on this mm -hmm. this this student this this uh, I don't want to say weaker because it's not a case of even being weaker this different student. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, how do you even? I mean, you guys are counselors, and you, I don't know if you deal with. I don't want to just blanket statement think that you guys deal with every issue because I mean, one person might be dealing more with children, or and one person might be dealing more yeah, with correct, adults, right? Correct. Which I deal, I deal with adults. You deal with adults more, yeah. and you deal with and children. I deal with children from the school counselling aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You just you're on the front line, so you are you. You look at all the issues and then you refer. Because mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do as a school counselor. counselor. Mm -hmm. So after you would have assessed the situation and then you refer to the different counselors yeah. after. After. So it's, it's almost like there's a support system that you're creating, yes. not just... It's not, it's not done with you. Yes. You're just referring to, okay, we need this. Maybe we need to call in social services because mm -hmm. this parent might be abusive yeah. or whatever the case is. Yeah. But how does it change when it comes to adults? Do you, I mean, because adults are not, are not you know, free of bullying. I mean, and, and it's something that I also wanted to ask you guys early on. When you look at bullying or even intimidation, right? In the schools, it happens, you know, between students. But what happens when he reaches to the workplace and like your superior or even your colleagues are bullying you? Like, how do you deal with that? Um, if I come to you and say, oh, look, I feel like an intimidator at work. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah, well, um, when the person comes, uh, because we have an intake process. So mm. um, it's, a, it's a little farm with, with some basic information. Um, so I don't think I have... I don't think I have seen an, an intake from for an adult that says bullying. No, they would never say that. Right. So <laughs> it, it may it may come in the it may come in the form of anxiety mm. or depression and then after you begin speaking to the person and um you start to peel away the yes. layers and you, you know, that is when you recognize that, you know, that is the case. Um so you you basically have to formulate a treatment plan, whether it is whether it is um, for anxiety or depression, and um, try as much as, as possible to help the person process, explore, and find solutions in terms of, of dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Do we, do we as, a, as a community, do we do a good job of, of this? Of what? Of assessing like, adults and even children like, who are at risk. Because, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's one thing to say, okay, this is what we do, but are we doing a good job of, you know, getting the community to get the treatment and the help that they need? I know, maybe Tracy would have a, a, a deferring... <laughs> I know it's a tricky question. Yeah, maybe she would have a deferring perspective um, mm -hmm. to mine. Mm -hmm. I would say that in comparison to, um, for the lack of a better word, ancient times, we have come up, we have come uh, a long, a long way, way. Yes. Um, but there is definitely still 
a lot more um, work that can be done. Mm -hmm. So, uh, especially from the community perspective, because, you know, believe it or not, there is still a lot of um, negative perceptions and connotations when it comes to um, these, these kind of issues. So, I'm not sure if I answered the question uh, directly, but... Um, it, it leads to more questions. Yeah, but definitely more work. Can be, can be done. Um, Tracy, you have you wanna you wanna win? What do you think? Well, I I, I agree with Davin in terms that um, it we have come a long way. Mm -hmm. Do we have a long way more to go? Yes, yeah. in terms of Most improving and getting things uh, put into place in the correct way so that things can flow. Mm -hmm. Because for us, as counselors here, we have counselors, but now we have to think about specializing yeah. in terms of counselors because not one counselor should be or could deal with all of the different issues. issues. Mm -hmm. So I think even tying it into the theme of uh, yeah. the mental health um, week this week is that mental health for all, greater investment, greater access, for everyone, everywhere. And I think mm -hmm. that really applies to our present situation yeah. in terms of where we need to go in terms of the mental health aspect of it. But we have come a very, very, a long, very long way. way. What, 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 what to you are the, are the challenges to overcome? Like, is it, what, 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 are, you, what are you facing that kind of is stopping us from going to that next level of, yeah. of, of remuneration? Okay. So, so Tracy just mentioned the, the theme. The theme there. of it. Mm. Um, so for me, two things um, that come out, uh, if, if I were to answer that um, question, greater investment, mm -hmm. um, that's one of the challenges. Um, you know, we have, we have a lot of, we have a lot of um, free services. For example, where I work at the counseling center, mm -hmm. uh, it's a very professional service. It's free. It's free. Um, wow. Whereas in other countries, it's a service that will cost you. Uh, it will cost you a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a free service, and because it is free, there are times when we are overwhelmed. So, investment. Wow. You know, as as the theme says, greater investment yes. is is um is is needed there. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, I said two, but greater investment and greater access. Um, greater access. Um, so as I said, as we invest more, investment in the in the sense of, for example, um, getting more people out there to become specialized um, based on international be best practices also, you know, investing in a, in a few more people to, to, go, to go off and, and get, get the specialization yeah. so that they could, you know, come back and invest into the country. Another one is education. Mm -hmm. um, as you said, you, you mentioned your friend earlier who... Mm -hmm committed suicide mm -hmm. in recent weeks we we have heard a few stories of that and you know when it comes to topics like these you know sometimes like i was having a conversation with a colleague um a few weeks ago or maybe it was last week and she was saying that in terms of in terms of the citizens here mm -hmm. Because we because we're not because we don't have enough um, knowledge and education on these topics and we don't talk about them enough. Mm -hmm. It is very much easier to form conspiracies. Of course, of course, of course. Um, yeah. It's very much easier to to um, have your 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 assumptions and mm -hmm. sometimes the assumptions are very wrong. Mm -hmm. So um, I think I think that more education needs to be done. Um, 
most of, well from I mean I'm trying to do that myself as a mental health professional but even from the perspective of the community persons need to educate themselves more access is there the internet is there so just educate ourselves more so that um, we can we can go even further with mental health um is it is it do we think and I think you're right I agree with you 100% um because a lot of the times we think okay well you know if we could just get some people to commit some time then we'll be fine you right. know what I mean like yeah. let's just let's just bring all these counselors and get them to dedicate four hours of the day every day to helping people but that that has its limits yeah. what if you could have that counselor there for an entire day versus just having them in the hours they have their families and so on so I think investment is, is absolutely necessary. Even on the, the level, and I, I want you guys to comment on this, in terms of policy in our, in our nation, like is, is there enough law or, or policy that, that would help you guys to, to, to have an arm to do more? Or is it, is it that we kind of still don't have a lot of things on the books when it comes to mental health and mental illness? Yeah, well... Um I, 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 I don't think I have come across any legislation where that, where that is concerned. I, I stand corrected, but I don't think I've, I've come across any of that. So um, if I am correct in that regard, mm -hmm. as I, I do agree with you in, in the sense that more of that needs to, need, needs to be done. Um, even not just with mental health, even... even um, physical disabilities for mm, example mm, mm, you know with the, the building codes and ensuring that so in terms of all of these like you know you know St. Kitts and Nevis it's a it's a young country in terms it's of young <laughs> I felt like we, I feel like we all like everybody else right? no yeah. we, we, you know, we we just celebrated how many years of independence yeah but that's not how long we're around we're yeah around but around I mean well I, in that sense I know um, me, man I, I just I just I'm yeah just so, so right. in that mm. sense we we're relatively young in yeah, comparison young, as an we, independent nation. We have come, we have come a long way, but mm. um, the, the, a lot more needs to be done. And as you said, policy, mm. policy is very important in terms of, of um, contributing to, to that. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Tracy, you, you have anything to weigh in on it? Um, I, I agree with Davin in terms of, I'm, I stand corrected also, I'm not so sure about the policy as a whole in terms of... Uh, um, saying it's a nevis, but mm. I can speak for, for us within the Ministry of Education mm. of which school counselors will come under is that what they would have done years ago we were school counselor in terms of the, the, the qualification was okay if you, you are a pastor yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard so, that lately yes if you are a pastor then uh, you know you make a good school counselor because yeah. That's what persons have in their head as is a good counselor, a pastor, which in pastoral counseling is just one aspect of yeah. being a counselor. So you had all these pastors, you know, persons, and you place them within the school. So persons saw counseling as a a religious a, a thing. religious thing. So when when it is that those of us would have chosen to actually make it a profession and become trained and qualified counselors, mm -hmm. school counselors know, then there is that, you know, look and decide, well, okay, yeah. you can't, you take a look at you and say, well, what kind of counselor you be? Because you're not a pastor, so persons tend to judge 
based on that based on that in terms of yeah. your qualifications to wow. be a counselor that's 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 interesting because the other day we had um I think Nadia Rollins was on the on the show. Mm-hmm. And I think she mentioned something toward that guys as well. And on on Naima, it might have been Naima. And my thing is like, doesn't that sort of contaminate the whole counseling thing? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not anti-religious or anything, but I just feel from the time you start inserting those religious principles within the, the context of your counseling, doesn't it get a little muddy? Like, you know, for example, if this person is facing um, problems with even like sexual matters or anything like that, then it becomes a, hey, you know, this is against God. You're not supposed to be indulging this at all. Where you stop, just, you know, just stop, you know, instead of let me help you to find a way to cope with this. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying I'm against the religious thing, but it, 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 it comes with its own conflict. Because, I mean, how do you suggest a lifestyle or how do you help somebody with a lifestyle that you don't agree with and that is why training is important because then you understand that we are guided by ethical standards and if it is that you come um, come into a situation where you don't know how your personal um, conviction is going to you know that you know that is something i have to hand over to someone somebody else, else mm-hmm. instead of having to deal with it. So that's where training, proper um, training is important in terms of that aspect of yeah. it. Um, in terms of mental health, and I, I want to get you guys on, 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 this, on this spectrum, but like, in terms of mental health, like, how do I like, increase or how do I um, help myself mentally? Because I mean, we, we, we talk a bit about like mental illness and you know some of the, the challenges that you, you would face even in the counseling community trying to, to advocate for proper mental health. But like how does one achieve a better sense of mental health? Because I think it could be kind of arbitrary, you know, take care of yourself mentally. But what does that really mean? What does that mean? I think, well, for me... I think this year would have really driven it home. Oh my God! Tell just me about how it, right? important <laughs> one's mental health is, yeah. is when it is that now we are going through a pandemic, mm. and just the fact for me, just being locked down would yeah. have played so much in terms of our on our minds. So we mm. see, well, you, hey, this thing called mental health is really a real thing. Yeah. Is really something that we have to take stock of and do something about. So, you know, there's so much things that we can do mm-hmm. in terms of dealing with it. And I think the lockdown or the pandemic would have shown us that the little things in life that we take for granted oh, would have been the things that would have been keeping us functioning psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, because you couldn't go to church, so that aspect would have been... All so, up to you. Hey, it's, it's our mental health. It really boils back down to it's import, real important. But then how do you develop that? Because, I mean, I mean is, is it that my mental health could be, what, pivoted on what? Because, I mean, look, for example, I think you used a good analogy. You said... You know, during the lockdowns and so if you didn't have, you know, good emotional health or whatnot, you, 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 would, you would 
feel that 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 sort of lack so if you had a bad family life and your your work is just a distraction for you to get away from it no you had to face it kind of head on like me i'm gonna deal with these children for true right but but how do you how does one maintain or how does one bring balance you know mentally like do you have any well i i I think it with with that um it depends on the individual. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a class because Yeah, it depends on the individual. For example, some people, they engage in physical activity. Mm. Um, they, they exercise, they jog, and that does a lot for their, their mental health and wellness. There are some people who engage in other um, coping mechanisms and, and strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, some, for example... If you're, if you're suffering from anxiety, um, coping uh, mechanism and strategy could be confronting and reforming those thought patterns. It's a, it's a very broad and, and encompassing, mm-hmm. um, encompassing um, thing. So um, for, some people, for some people, if they cannot do it alone, they have to seek the help of a, of a, of a, a professional. Profession. Mm-hmm. Um, just engaging in basic self-care. That's, that is what I would say. I have a question for you guys, and this is probably based on your own experiences. Is venting good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paradventure. Venting. <laughs> it depends. Yeah, that's why that's I, I chuckle. Yeah. It depends on the situation and how you choose to vent. Mm-hmm. And who you choose to vent with. Yes. Because probably for me, I know I vent. But I went in the morning early when I go on a walk or a yeah. little jog. Okay. So I, you would you might see my mouth going and because that's me venting. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh-huh. As saying what I need to say it doesn't necessarily mean that I am confronting. Mm. Mm. Venting and confronting. I think those are two different concepts yeah. that most of us really mix up. And I of see course where, we do, yeah. I see, see where you think that vent means to confront. Yeah, that's that's deep. I like, like from there, I was like, 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 I always like, I, I conflate both. Mm-hmm. I do, and and you're right. Like, you, I, I could come to you and I vent all of my frustrations, but if if I'm not confronting the issues that are causing these these problems, like I would just go back right into the situation, and I feel better for venting, but I've not changed anything. Yeah. So oh, that's if, if 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 you're going to if you're going to vent for the purpose of trying to fix an issue, then I would say it doesn't mm. it doesn't work um, it doesn't work that way. As as you guys said, confrontation there, there's a difference there. Um, so that's why I also said that it depends on the, the person too, because mm. um, in society we like to think that. You know, venting um, is the be-all and end-all of our mm-hmm. problems, but it, it, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it at all, as long mm-hmm. as you know the intentions. Mm-hmm. So, what what would be the benefit of venting? Then, what would be the benefit of of, of, of sitting down with somebody, and hopefully hopefully somebody you could trust, right? right. And 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 just letting out a lot of that that frustration and, and stuff out. If, if, if you're looking for a, a very good listening ear, mm-hmm. if, if that person, if you know that that person can provide that for you, um, that's, that's a benefit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So for example, I may do that with my best friend mm -hmm. because I know that I know that you know he will listen. Mm -hmm. And this is a safe space. Right, it's a safe space. I know that for for the most part, for the most part over the years, I would I would have been able to to trust him. Mm -hmm. Then you know I would do that. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it, if you're doing it for this for the purpose of totally fixing an issue, mm -hmm. um, then I would say it, it's not beneficial. It's not beneficial. Yeah. How does how does it work then? I mean, we live in an age now where you find people express themselves with their phones and with their you know with with social media. Is it is it a call for help if someone is venting using those mediums in a massive way, like in a, in a, you're venting to the masses? Like I mean, I see it a lot when like some people go through grief and they're venting using the platform. They're using Facebook as a status and they, they're just kind of unloading that is 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 that is that healthy is it a crave for help what what, what goes to your mind as counselors when you see this happen Tracy <laughs> Tracy is like where is this question coming from man? I mean it's uh, it's it's this is a, is a is social media you know it's always a it's always a, a very ticklish issue mm -hmm. um because you know, sometimes there's a notion that people are using social media to, as we would say colloquially, look attention. Mm -hmm. um, they are the attention seekers. Uh, sometimes there are persons you, you, they would actually be a cry for help. I remember years ago, um, somebody who I was very familiar with, mm -hmm. um, they would put out certain statuses and posts on Facebook, and for me, I, I, I recognize that, you know, something had to be wrong there because it wasn't in that individual's nature. To be that way. Uh, to be that way. So, um, as with anything, venting on social media, it has its, its, it has its um, positives and its negatives. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Jessina, touching now with the 10 people. <laughs> venting on social media. Venting on social media. Yes. I... I don't think it's for me I don't think it's appropriate yeah. I agree. in terms of mm. because some persons just use social media because of they can be anonymous to some extent mm. or they use it because they cannot face the person who they are going to directly, yeah. directly mm. who they are going to vent to but does it solve the situation yeah. um, no can I, can I offer like a, a small, it's not even an opposite, but I've heard someone say that when they vent this way, they get support. Because, you know, underneath this, <laughs> I've been looking at me and smiling. Um, is, it, is it support or the attention they were seeking? I don't know if there's a conflation of, of both, like, 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 what what is it that we as human beings are looking for? Like, is it that the attention in and of itself is the reward? Or is it that we are looking for like-minded people? Is it that we're just looking for numbers and stats and validation? Like, is it all? Is it, what are we, what are we looking for? Because if, if they get it and it makes them feel better, then is it, is it, is it, is it helping them in some small way to cope? It's, it's, you know, this is a very tricky topic because you, you just mentioned making them 
feel better. better. Mm-hmm. Um, what if that is just feeding into the belly of the beast? Mm-hmm. Where it makes you feel better, so you feel as though that is the appropriate way to go about doing uh, it. Yeah. Doing it. Um, so every issue you get, you jump onto social mm-hmm. media and you you rant and rave about it and you are basically looking for responses for, as you said earlier, like-minded people. Uh, people. So yeah. for me, is, 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 it, is it helping the situation or it's just, it's just making, making, um, making, making you comfortable with making that you're, you're normal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's almost like you're, 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 you're sending your neutral over to a position of extremity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your neutral is no longer... Being a rational person, it's ah, right. ah, and everybody say, Yeah, you're right, and you're like, Yeah, right, all right, and this is no union now. So you're just right. edging over to yeah. this kind of hostile sort of way. You're right, yeah, 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 I could see that, I could see that, yeah. I could see that. I always, I always thought I don't particularly engage it and I don't suggest it. Um, because I do think that people, as you said, there's a certain amount of anonymity in social media. It's not, it doesn't even have to do with your profile. It has to do with your intent. Yes. Like, I could be on social media talking to you a certain way, but I have no intentions of developing any deep right. connection with right. you. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it because it makes me look good. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm thumbs up, I'm giving you a like, because if I give you a like, I could then see the comments on the bottom and laugh after you. Or <laughs> uh, I'm boosting you up because I find you entertaining, mm-hmm. which happens a lot too. Yeah. Like, you see people like ranting and raving that have like either far right or far left, they're very mm-hmm. conservative, very liberal, and they're going very far in the extreme corner. And then I don't agree but the, it's entertaining to see, a, like, I don't want to say clowning, but uh, to see somebody being so entertaining yeah. on social media. And I'm like, I have to encourage them so they could continue doing yes. it. Yes. So the, that's the anonymity I get. Not necessarily that your name is anonymous, because in St. we know, we know most, we know most. Of, we, we, one degree of separation. If I didn't know you, I know someone who knows you. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So, I mean, in terms of what's this Saturday and, and mental health and celebrating, you know, proper mental health like is there going to be any celebrations and so on is there going to be anything that that people need to be noting yes well actually um globally Mm -hmm. world mental health is is celebrated on october 10th Mm -hmm. every year so as you said this year is going to be a saturday but what we do here in saint kitts and nevis is we do it for an entire week oh entire week oh yes Mm -hmm. so every year we would have an entire week of activities because of COVID-19, um, uh, most of the activities, they have been scaled back to some degree. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing a lot this week is a lot of awareness. So for example, we are on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, other, other mental health professional uh, personnel will be on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it started yesterday with a church service mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday. I'm not sure when this is going to... Uh, it's going to come out tomorrow, it's Tuesday. Right. Yeah. So on Wednesday, on Wednesday, which is October 7th, um, persons are going to be on Working For You. On Vibes, this is an activity... At Vibes, sorry. At Vibes Beach, Bar, this is an activity that we are um, really pushing this year. There would be a short, a short film. I think, it was, I think it was locally produced and directed. I stand corrected. Um, but it would be... Here at Vibes, and then after that, 
there's going to be a, a discussion. Are those between towns? Is it that? I'm not sure what's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm just looking at the calendar now. The mm. calendar doesn't say the name of the film. the film. So when I go on Wednesday, I'm going to, I'm going to experience it. Yes, <laughs> almost firsthand. Yes, right. um, persons. Somebody's also going to be on youth beat. Um, danger to safety. Danger to safety. Dominion Radio, and Friday. Friday mm. is very important. October 9th. Mm. Um, we are asking for persons to wear green uh, in, in, solid, in solidarity with uh, mental health and, uh, and, and wellness. So it's, it's, it's a lot of... Um, it's a lot of education. Yes. yes. A lot of education this year. Which is very, which is very much necessary. So as I said, it's, it's, it's normally... A, a, it's globally, it's a day, but for us here in St. Kitts and Nevis, we, we do it for the entire week. That's great. That's great. That's great. So is is it is it I mean this is probably my final um question to you guys. Like if you had to make one comment or one appeal, what would it be um um in terms of mental health? Like what would your appeal be toward the community? My appeal would be to get education in terms of the internet is there. Mm -hmm. We call it Dr. Google. Dr. Google. Anything that you want to know, you can Google it. You may have to filter out some things, but all in all, most of the information would be, you know, correct. In Just find a credible of, source. Mm -hmm. Find a credible source in terms of what it is with mental health, what you're feeling. Um, seek a trained professional. Very important in terms of if it is that you have to speak with someone mm. because they will know exactly what to do, how, how to go about doing it, um, and that aspect mm. of it. So that is my um, appeal. appeal. Yeah. Um, my, my, just to add to what uh, Tracy said, uh, I, I think it was just last week I was on Facebook and I, I saw a comment we were just speaking about social media. I saw yeah. a comment where uh, somebody said, "Well, why would I? Why would I go to somebody to tell them to tell them my business? Um, mm -hmm. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have even been through what I went through." Oh, yeah. And somebody has commented and said, "Well, if you have a brain tumor, you go to a doctor. Mm -hmm. Would you ask the doctor if um, he, he, or, if he yeah. or she had a brain tumor?" And I thought that you know, I thought that that. That resonated a lot with, with, with me because in this sense, coming from the perspective of a, a, a mental health professional, um, those are some of the misconceptions that we, we face. Um, what I would like to say to the community is that just as somebody goes off to study accountancy, uh, medicine, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. We go off and we're trained in, in these um, in these areas, in these the different areas of um, psychology, mm -hmm. um, so and you're there to help. Yes. yes. So that is what we're there for. We come from a very non-judgmental perspective. So if you are, you know, somebody who is in need of seeking professional help, trust very much that we're there to do what we have been trained to, mm -hmm. and try to reach out to the different, um, the different entities that are out there. As I said, we at the counseling center, we are free. There are also services at the the psychiatric unit, the psychological, sorry, the psychological unit of the hospital. 
there's the mental health the treatment center mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. there are different there are, dif there are, there are different um, services out there that, that are free as I said um, we have come a long way greater investment is needed but we have these services out there utilize trust them. the services utilize them mm -hmm. and and um, let us uh, do our part to to contribute to um, bettering mental health and wellness. Indeed. Tracy and Davin, am I calling your name right? Yes, you Yes, are. great, awesome, yeah. I'm terrible at names, I gotta get it. So Tracy and Davin, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Um, I think mental illness, it, it reigns differently to me. My grandmother also had, um, she had some mental illness before she passed away. Um, and it was, it was indeed a struggle, yes, but it was also enlightening to see how it, it, it sometimes gets worse, like as it goes yeah. and what the help that's needed. So it created some empathy in me for this specific topic. Yeah. Um, so again, guys, thank you so much for coming. I did learn some stuff today. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing. Um, everybody out there, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. As usual, peace. No gang signs and take care. Sir.